Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. The phone number if you'd like to participate, 317-684-8444 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It is 1033. Coming up later tonight on Wish TV... It's the first live televised debate for the mayoral race in quite a long time. Casey, question. Yeah? Have you ever witnessed someone light $13.5 million on fire? <laughs> no. I would run over to them and say, stop, what are you doing? Well, that's what you should be doing right now with Jefferson Shreve, because that's what he's done, because he's listened to these idiots Mm -hmm. who are these Marion County, good time, fun gang, establishment, squish squad. And according to these campaign finance reports, as Mm -hmm. on Fox 59, amongst others, had articles, he spent $13.5 million of his own money on this race. Yeah, a record $21 million was raised. The most expensive raise ever think about what horrific ads he's run and the campaign he's run casey can you imagine if someone said rob kendall here's 13 and a half million dollars for you to run whatever public office mm-hmm. mayor governor can you imagine the fun <laughs> we would have with 13 and a half million dollars and instead you have jefferson shreve running ads about condemning law-abiding gun owners and now he's going after the animal the animal shelter right i mean it's just what a total total missed opportunity in terms of be he had the resources right mm-hmm. he had the resources mm-hmm. to be able to win this race and he blew it and nobody takes him seriously i think we could have done better with just our iphones sure out on the street you know I mean, what did you, no, absolutely. What what the money does though is it buys you. Hey, I can run these ads on WIBC. I can run ads on ne- on network television. I mean, you can't. You know, we have Wish TV on because they're a news gathering partner here. You, you can't go a commercial break. It seems like without seeing one of his ads. You hear the ads all the time on on our station, and it's like, my gosh, you had such an opportunity to really tap into anger and frustration in this city, and you had the resources to present yourself your vision to be a problem solver and win this race and you just because he listened to the the big guy and the rest of the the rest of the good time fun gang they he's just i mean it's he's not going to win and it's not going to be close you're right he did have the resources last he year he sold his storage company for 590 million dollars jefferson shreve did so he's he's bankrolling his his campaign. Yeah, okay, so f- and full disclosure here because you know we're honest with our audience. I knew he was done. Remember when he came in mm-hmm. with the Wendy's? Yeah, the Wendy's bag. Yeah, and they they asked. Look, they asked. So and Casey was here. She saw, heard and saw the conversation. They asked, "How do you think you're do- we're doing? What do you think we need to do? What should we do?" And I said, "The number one thing you need to do." is hold Hogsett accountable on where he was during the riots. Because you know as well as I do where he was during the riots. Everybody knows where he was during the riots, and he don't want to answer it. And the more you can make the conversation about Joe Hogsett's 
MIA, going MIA during the riots and his inability to lead during the riots, the more you make the conversation about crime and what's taking place in the city, and it's a slam dunk. The the Joe Hogsett going missing in action during the riots is the key to everything because he don't want to answer that question. And the answer we got, it wasn't him. We were talking to his people. It was like, yeah, you know, we've kind of suggested that. And it's like I knew right there. He didn't want to be he, tough about it. He Jefferson Shreve is not a tough guy, and he does not. He clearly does not like conflict. I mean, these he's finally running into a mailer asking, and it's like if you were going to ask the question. Why'd you wait so long? Why didn't you start with that? Yeah. So he's put in, what is it, 13.5 or 14.5? 13. He's, he's raised 14 and a half. He's put in 13 and a half of it as his own money. So he's raised a million dollars. Okay. And Hogsett has raised 6.1 million so far this year, which is a record setting him out for an incumbent. So a lot of money going into this race. Yeah, but you know, here's the thing. Because you were telling me you were going through the actual financial records. Mm-hmm. According to the article you were reading. Yeah. Like, Jim Irsay gave Joe Hawks that money. He gave him a $25,000 uh, check last month. So you've got people like Jim Irsay mm-hmm. who are basically saying, I'm all in on the downtown getting destroyed. Just another reason to dislike Jim Irsay. Just another reason to dislike this trust fund baby who never did a damn thing to earn what he has. He inherited it from his daddy and has spent his life enriching himself, sucking off the taxpayers of this state. That guy's giving our, it's our money, Casey. Mm-hmm. That's our money. That he's giving to, to Joe Hogsett. Oh, yeah. Rob, you got to calm down about this stuff with the Colts and the public financing. He's giving our money to Joe Hogsett. To Joe Hogsett. To keep on keeping on. And didn't you say the Simons are in on this, too? Yeah. Uh, the Indiana Pacers owner and his relatives donated, are you ready for this? Yeah. $300,000 to Joe Hogsett. And again, you are paying to enrich the Simon family because public money is used for these mass renovations of Gamebridge Fieldhouse. This is why I am the way I am about poor and middle class people having their taxes raised to give millionaires and billionaires, in this case, free stadiums. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no reason for this because look at what does Jim Mercy do with it. He goes out and buys expensive music memorabilia and gives money to Joe Hawkset. He apparently likes the way things are going in the city. This city is... Likes it for him. This, and, and so when you couple that with you've got the Indy Chamber endorsing Hogsett, this is why people should get the hell out of this city. If you actually care about safety, security, the long-term future of your business, you should get the hell out of this city. Because the business people, the people with the pull and the gravitas, because they think he's going to win, which he probably is because Jefferson Shreve sucks as a candidate... Instead of doing the right thing, which is this guy has been horrible for this city and it's not even going to look the same in four years if this guy gets four more years. We all got to team up and get this guy out. Well, we think he's going to win. So here's $25,000. Here's the Indy Chamber endorsement. Here's $300,000. So Republican uh, candidates traditionally get about 37% of the general vote. So it was going to be an uphill battle for Shreve to begin with. It is, but it was doable, Casey. Right. And, And this is what makes me mad because politics is about picking off little especially if you come in as an underdog is about picking off little pieces at the time you you figure out what your portion of the pie is and then you figure out how do i get to the 50 percent plus one and there were enough people in this city 
who are fed up with what's going on and there are enough issues by which to appeal to a large enough swath of people. He had the ability to do that. But you have to be able to inspire people, Casey. You have to make people believe in you. And Jefferson Shreve is not an inspiring guy. And he's he doesn't have the personality that you look at him and go, I'd storm the Bastille for this guy. And he chose to use his vast fortune going after people who are not a part of the problem. Okay, so that first one-hour televised debate is going to be tonight. It's the first one in nearly 20 years. Do you think they will ask the hard question? So it's on Wish TV, Mm -hmm. and I would hope, because Phil Sanchez, in addition to being the best-looking man in Indianapolis media, Mm -hmm. is a very good journalist, and I'm sure Phil... As and I think he's going to be on with Hammer later today because I, I talked to Phil yesterday. Uh, I I am hopeful that as a journalist he will ask the question that mi- that millions of people in Central Indiana want to, to know about, which is where was Joe Hogsett during the? It's a very simple question. Mm-hmm. Joe Hogsett, there. I'll, I'll do it right now. Are, you, are, you, are we ready? Yeah. I'll be the. I'll. You can st- Phil. You can steal this verbatim tonight if you want. Just press play. No credit necessary. Casey, you can be Joe Hawkson, so I'll look at you. I don't expect you to answer this question because we know where you were during the riots. Mr. Mayor, there have been people who have called into question where you were during the riots. Thus far, despite multiple public records requests, your office has yet to produce any text messages, emails, or phone calls that can verify where you were during the first night of riots in 2020. Would you like to now... On our television broadcast, clarify to the people of the city of Indianapolis and central Indiana where you were during the riots and what sort of proof are you willing to offer to provide verification of your statement here tonight, Mr. Mayor. How easy was that? That was pretty good. And that wasn't biased. That wasn't mean-spirited. That wasn't radical right-wing. Fact-based. Absolutely. We know he's not using city email because our buddy Robert Evans has tried and tried and tried and tried. So we know he's not using city email or or, or, uh, things that can be tracked for correspondence. So this is how he's been able to avoid definitive proof of where he was during the riots but we know he wasn't here okay you can email your questions for the debate to ask the candidates at wishtv.com that's ask the candidates at wishtv.com you should just type out what you just said and enter it <laughs> but we were supposed to get to voicemails in this segment and the reason we started off talking about this mayor's race is because we did get a f- couple phone calls people wanted to express their oh, opinions on what's going quick. on let's do it you want to do yeah, one right yeah, now? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get this first phone call. Somebody sharing their thoughts on Jefferson Shreve. Hey, good morning, guys. Love your show. Even Rob. <laughs> um, Big Murph here. And just want to share my thoughts on Jefferson Shreve. While I can't stand his gun policy and was going to not vote at all for mayor, I've decided I have to hold my nose and vote for him simply because the next time a police officer is involved in a shooting and is cleared by all concerned, but the mayor is bombarded by a vocal small group in the community, I'm hoping Shreve won't demand the police officer's head on a platter like our current mayor does. And there's a few other subjects I think he would do a better job on 
So unfortunately, it's one of those where I'm going to have to hold my nose and vote for a guy I only think is about 60% worth voting for. Is that, isn't that what you want out of your candidate? Someone that I have to hold my nose and vote for. And let me tell I'm so glad we played this call before we went to a break. Because that right there is why the Republican Party in the state behaves the way that they do. I know who's running Shreve's campaign. The people who are running Shreve's campaign are the people that our listeners profess every single day to despise because they're the, the power structure of the Indiana Republican Party. And you have just given them again a blank check to say whatever you do, whatever crap candidate or crap policy, and this is why they're banking on some guy like Brad Chambers winning this governor's race, and they bank on this guy right here that it doesn't matter what crap sandwich we serve you. You'll begrudgingly vote for him anyway. Absolutely. You, that guy right there, just proved them correct. And let me tell you, and I have seen this firsthand. I've seen it in person. I've seen it, obviously, for all these years as a broadcaster. They hate you. They laugh at you. They despise you. And they are laughing. They are. There are people right now who heard that phone call who are laughing their ass off at you, buddy, because you just gave it to them again.